One Nation. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio, hosted by me, Richard Latta. I'm a writer on WhatCulture.com and PWMania.com, and one man, Jack of all trades, and James Boyd, who's never met a sports debate he didn't like. We're a pro wrestling podcast, a sports podcast, a music podcast, all rolled in one. If you want to send us feedback or questions, our Twitter information is as follows: at One Nation Radio, at Danger Rich Thirty Two or at jdizzy87. If you want to email us also, we take questions at radio1nation at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show now on iTunes. The link is in our Twitter bio. Or you can check the right side of the page at onenationradio.podomatic.com. Please rate it and tell a friend. A couple other sites you can find us at for instant streaming and more are onenationsports.wordpress.com or foreverwrestling.tumblr.com. And if you want to get with us immediately, check out the Wrestling Circle on Facebook. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One Nation Radio! Welcome back to One Nation Radio. This is episode 38. James, what's going on? Why, why does it even matter? I, I don't know. I don't I, know. We haven't done a, anything other than a wrestling show in months. Who cares what number it is? I don't think we've done anything but wrestling this year. Yeah, that's true. You know, the quote little boosie. Before that. Yeah, now that he's out. My God. Yeah. Um, turn out for what? Uh, this is One Nation Radio. It's been a couple weeks. Um, took a little hiatus as we kind of, you know, watched what was going on. And thank God we didn't do this on Sunday because um, this could have been a massively different podcast. Oh, yeah. It could have. Yeah. Um, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to a lot of our uh, people that have been interacting with us on Twitter and make sure and listening and, you know, talking to us and all that. Shout out to um, Sierra Reed who is one of our every week listeners, as she says, uh, what's going on. Um, good to know you exist. Very yes, good. yes. Appreciate um, that. William Owens um, at Duo2000. Um, who else we got on here? John, uh, JP Outerhaven. Who else we got on here? Outerhaven? Yeah. That's not his actual real last name. No, no, no. It's his Twitter handle. That's, Twitter. Say, that's like from Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Fred Rogers was going on. Um, Jim Forstek was going on. And so nobody with any like truly inappropriate names on Twitter, huh? Right, we're we're trying to I'm trying to keep it, you know. Uh, shout out to Whitney Miss White eighty three, kind of White eighty three at the end of her name. Shout out to at Jake Willis. Um, talked to him a lot on there. Reads all the articles and shout out to a uh, pro black guy, Jeremy Donovan. <laughs> yeah, and also rank amateur Chris Ibeck. Um, but and appreciate you know all you guys for um, checking out the articles and listening to the show. Um, but um, James, they fixed it. They saved it. They saved it, huh? They saved it because I was convinced that WrestleMania 30 was gonna suck. I wasn't like. People with the fantasy booking and how they feel about, you know, 
they want what they want, and if they don't get what they want, then it's automatically just, you know, awful. Um, I didn't look at it that way. I felt that if they had a decent card, if they had a decent card, then there's no real problem. And it was a decent card on paper. Now, the problem is if that match actually went on last Batista Orton, that would have got shitted on, and that affects, you know how the match goes and, and how WrestleMania is remembered. Especially to the rest of the crowd. So, I get that part, but the rest of the match, uh, the matches would have been solid. Solid. So, you know, the Cena-Bray Wyatt match would have been solid. The Lesnar-Undertaker match would have been solid. And the Daniel Bryan-Triple H match would have been solid. Now, this is the cherry on top to see this man pull double duty, like, pretty much, like, on like the twentieth anniversary of I don't know the exact date anniversary, but you know ten years or twenty yeah. years after WrestleMania ten, or Bret Hart wrestles twice for the win the belt. Right. It's you know it's interesting. Um, going to uh, Monday Night Raw, um, we saw Hogan come back out. I'm just gonna run through the entire card, you know. Brother. Brother. Um, Hogan comes out. Um, he he starts his promo and he finally gets to interact with some folks on the roster. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed um, Hogan and Cena, you know, doing their pose down and also their interaction with the Wyatt family. Uh, Bray Wyatt cut a pretty decent promo on Cena. Then Cena absolutely destroyed him within 10 seconds. Um, so it was it was it was pretty good. Like Cena's taking a step back to let uh, you know Dan Bryan you know get his shine and it's it's the perfect John Cena feud kind of because he's still going up against these monsters it's it's like Hogan fighting Earthquake or something like that oh my God. <laughs> um and it I, I don't know about you but I was I was ready to see Hogan and Cena versus the Wyatt family I don't want to see uh I don't want to see Hogan involved in anything like what? physically until WrestleMania like I don't know what how taxing that is to the wear and tear on his body, but like if he's gonna do anything, like you don't waste a single drop, a single drop of sweat inside that ring until WrestleMania thirty, <laughs> brother. Like, yeah, like we can't you can't afford that man to you know ruin his hip. He might get his leg drop. What if it all shatters like glass? Yeah. Um, and when Hogan was there, he announced the thirty years of WrestleMania Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Battle Royal Trophy. You know. AKA the excuse for anybody in there, like get 30 guys on there because. You gotta do it. Yeah, right. You know. You gotta do that. Gotta do that, you know. Because anytime we can see Fondango come out there in WrestleMania, you gotta do it. I was watching um, the build. I watched it a Jericho versus Cesaro match from uh, the week before WrestleMania last year on the network randomly. Awesome match. And then in the middle of it, Fondango comes out, and I'm like. Wow, like that man, like, like what the, f- what in the fuck happened? Like, <laughs> like they wasted Chris Jericho on Fandango. I knew it was stupid then. It's even stupider now. Well, it was stupid the whole entire time. You like dumb. Think about it. When you have a gimmick like that. You can't go really anywhere being a ballroom, uh, like a world-renowned, world-class ballroom dancer. Your gimmick, like, like you, you ain't winning the WWE you, title. Like you, yeah, you're never going to headline WrestleMania with that gimmick. That's never happening. Like, <laughs> that shit, no, we're not having that. Uh, same for Sandow. Like 
you guys are both very good workers. It's just like you only can. There's a glass ceiling above your head of how far you can take that. Yeah. And it's not to the main event. You can take that. It's right. to the. It's in the middle of the mid card, and you're stuck there in purgatory forever. Now, depending on who's in the battle royal, um, as far as the names that I'm seeing so far, it was like Biggie Langston, Ryback, um, Ziggler, Axel. Co- you know, a lot of mid card guys. You know, Kofi. He's gonna do something ridiculous. Um, and not be seen from again until Russell until uh, Royal Rumble twenty fifteen. <laughs> um, I'm I'm rooting for Langston to take it home. Um, I'm a, everyone knows I'm a Langston Mark. Um, but you know who who would be your guy? It depends. I don't know if they're having a Cesaro Swagger match or if they're going to have a Christian uh, Sheamus match. But if you know those three are all in there, then you know Cesaro, Sheamus, or Big E should win. Right. I mean, uh, unless they stupidly don't have a Shield dissolution match in. I'm pretty sure they'll ha- they'll get their own match. They should. Um, but you know, just past that first part, let's go straight into the main event. Uh, what everyone you know wants to talk about. The Daniel Bryan yes movement. Well, that wasn't the main event. Well, you know what I mean. Like, you know, the the main, you know, the new, the, the what the world, you know, is talking about right now okay, in wrestling. Okay, 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 okay. Um, enough being cute. Um, <laughs> Daniel Bryan hops in the ring, you know, and starts going off on this promo, and I'm just like, man, last week it, it helped. <clears throat> I'm still not, you know, greatly excited just for the prospects of a just Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. Yes, it makes sense in the storyline, but I don't know. It's just, it's just they were trying to tell us we wanted something, but we wanted something else. And you know, we just watched the thing about being anti-authority. I grew up in the Attitude Era. Like I'm not, you know, down with them, you know, force feeding whatever. But um. When he flipped it and brought all those people in the ring, I was like, hold on. This man's nuts. I didn't know what to make of that at first. I was thinking, because we talked about this earlier today on the phone, and I don't no, know. No, we didn't. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was, like, to me, you're asking, like, the mechanics of that. Was it, like, were those actual fans or were those people, like, that work in the back, they brought out wearing shirts? And then I thought... What would be funny, what I figured was they had, like, anybody that had a Daniel Bryan shirt that was out there, they had them come out to, come out there, but at the same time, they had plants in, you know, security plants in Daniel Bryan shirts that surround Daniel Bryan to keep him getting harassed. Uh, you said that it was catering, and I was, and I think about that. It is, was, like, a lot of a lot of folks that actually worked there. Yeah, like, people in craft service and, you know, work, actually worked for the stadium. I was thinking to myself, like... No, that worked for WWE. Oh, worked for WWE. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I still think that I still find that hard to believe seeing that Vince McMahon actually uh, with them all like there was what how many people you say in it were in there? I'd say it was at least like 250 <laughs> or 300 people. Like 250, 300 people. So 300 people. You mean to tell me that that okay? And I mentioned this. You mean to tell me that Vince gave all them shirts away for free, or do you think he bagged them shits them shits back up to sell uh, sell <laughs> people in the crowd? I'm dead serious. And like and if and if not, like I'm not I'm not saying that 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 you know Vince is a cheap ass. I just see Vince is like okay, 
It that man not, consumed about a dollar out it, there. It, like, yeah, for certain people, it, it cost me a dollar to, to make all these shirts. It's not the fact that I got to come out of pocket for a few hundred dollars. It's the fact that I just gave away probably like uh, $3,000. Like, yeah, like $3,000 or like a $20 shirt, yeah. like $6,000 I could have made by, yeah. by letting these, these people wear these shirts. Yeah. Vincent, Vincent, if we know anything about Vincent Kennedy McMahon, is he's about making a dollar. Yeah. Um... I, I figured that, you know, they wouldn't stoop to the tactics of saying, okay, you know, give us your shirts back. But, um, <laughs> like, imagine that. They walk back through the gorilla or wherever they went, and, they, you know, they all start disrobing and putting them in, in what, a big basket or something like? Yeah. <laughs> like, they just got that they, on standby. They, and, and they all the baskets got it. It says, it says, small, medium, large, XL, double X. The only one that corresponds to you. Yes. Well, and if you don't, you're fired. Look, <clears throat> what um, Triple H and Stephanie were absolutely excellent on the mic. Again. Stephanie lost her damn mind. Look, like she, like uh, she was like, yeah, that's true. She went out there and like there, there are memes everywhere. Nah. Look them up. Well, my favorite part was when uh, Brian, you know, after he gets you know the match, and he says, "Oh, that's not all I want." Yeah. And he says, "I also want to be put in the main event if I win." And the Triple H charged that man. Off his feet. That I was, know, like obviously it's fake, but if this had been real life, like Triple H was mad enough. It looked, he looked like to the eye, he looked mad enough to murder Daniel Brown with his bare hands. Like, <laughs> like I will kill you, motherfucker. Like, don't you? Nah. What do you think? Nah. I'm, you're gonna pay for this. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I, I wish that he had stalled out a little bit longer. Yeah. As if it would have uh, been great, like you went, said. They went to one commercial break, and they went through two commercial breaks. It would have been like, wow, like. It makes like you really feel really like made suspend disbelief. Yeah. But it was still a great moment. Like you see all those people in there and like he's you know, he's loading up, like he's deep in there. Very like, deep. Deeper than the Wu Tang. Yes. Yeah. It looked like uh, the NWO, you know, <laughs> you know. You know. You know wow. one guy with the mic, you know, everybody wearing the same T shirt in the ring, you know, fighting for camera time, you know. Wow. Fighting for camera time. You know. Um, Had you been one of those people? How fast were you would have fought around to get close to Daniel Bryan so you've been in the screen? Immediately. Immediately. You ain't shit. Like, Immediately. You ain't shit. Look, look, I'll be that. Like, like, it ain't enough just to be a part of the moment. Like, nah, no, I'm going to get on national TV. You know, you know us. I'm, I'm we on, in here. I'm you know, me. I'm, I'm going to get on cable TV. I. Airtime. You know, look, I might have had a One Nation radio <laughs> sign in my hand. You know, I would have hold up a piece of paper, you know. Any type of promotion. This man wouldn't have been mad at that. You yeah, know. He w- yeah, he would have. You know. He would have snatched you up. They would have snatched you <laughs> out of the ring. Yeah, get out like, of here. Hey, man, you got you to gotta, you gotta get out of here with that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which kind of brings me to... Um, it doesn't bring me to my next point, but I'm segueing. Um, Terrible segue. Yes. Continue, continue. Daniel Bryan is, you know, going to get the match with Triple H. And if he wins... Um, he'll be facing off against, you know, Batista and Randy Orton in the main event, yep. which is basically boils down to Dan O'Brien versus Evolution. Eh, kind of, sort of, yeah. Kenny wrestle Flair on the pre-show, like you asked. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Like, all those old guys are going to be back. I wonder how they, like, we were talking about how you, um, 
the 30 man battle royal. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have it to where everybody has like a little mini interest. They walk out of music place for, for 10 seconds and then it cuts off and they walk into the ring mm-hmm. and everybody gets in there's 30 rings or if it, or 30 guys in the ring once starts or if it's going to be like World Rumble. I, I would love to know how, the, how like which one it is because if they do it to where it's like Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. they can actually have like keep in mind like there was kind of a weak Royal Rumble as far as surprise entrances. Yeah. If they did it where it's like pretty much Royal Rumble and you could really blow the doors off with people coming out there and just you know because yeah. you're in a Royal Rumble until you get to the, when there's like under ten people left. Yeah. It doesn't really, you know, start Eat cooking. Up. Like, you can be in a, on the corner hanging on. They'll have to... You throw me over, I throw you over, we kick, we punch, we hang on to the ropes. Like, this. Trying to figure out, like, to. with the, as far, the length of the entrance and how long would they have to make the intervals to make sure guys get in the ring. Like, well, I don't know. It's a four-hour WrestleMania. Um, Could they devote, you know, 45 minutes to this match? Absolutely, because... Think of it this way, right? Um, they have four hours. Yeah. They already, if they were to do it like that, like it's actual or a role match, then they could have that match and then have the rest of the card plus whatever they throw in for the Divas, at, and that'd be the whole entire, of, that'd be the entire WrestleMania. Right. If they wanted to. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't necessarily, I don't sit, I still don't think that'll be the case because I still think they want to. Like maybe they they still could even throw in a um, the Shield dissolution match, dissolution match. But it's their world, and they like after all that all these months of people bitching about or the month of people bitching about Batista and Orton, and it, it gets fixed like that. Uh, Thank God. There you go. Like, and me and you had a con- conversation about this, like whether or not this was they 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 just decided to fix this, or mm-hmm. if they uh. They had this plan all along. I have two reasons to believe. I have two main reasons to believe why this was planned the, the entire time. Uh huh. One, they left them out. Of, they left them out of uh, the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm sorry. That just gets another point. The Triple H, CM, the Triple H Daniel Bryan match was originally supposed to be slotted to be CM Punk in the match. So where was Daniel Bryan going to be in the in the card if he wasn't going to be in there? You that's why they threw out. I think that's why they might have threw out that bullshit Sheamus thing. You know how they were saying Dan Ryan's gonna fight Sheamus at WrestleMania. Like, uh, yeah, no, that nobody. <clears throat> and, and another thing is, especially like look, look what Sheamus is doing right now. You Poor Sheamus. I mean? Uh, now, like they would have had a face versus face match for no stakes whatsoever at WrestleMania. Like, when does that ever happen? Uh, now, and one other thing is, if they were doing this shit on the fly. They would have, they would have buckled under pressure and done this last week in Chicago to shut everybody up about bitching about Batista and Orton. Mm-hmm. Like this was planned. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna be like, all right, we know we're gonna change up. Like they would say we're gonna change up a couple weeks ago. Well, then they would have done this, they, the sit-in thing. Right. Yeah, they did sit-ins. They <laughs> occupied nothing. These are sit-ins. <laughs> like, you can't get black folks credit for nothing. Anyway, uh, yeah, they would have called it. <laughs> they would have done it in Chicago uh, two weeks ago. So, look, man, I don't want to say. It. Look, Chicago, they they can't complain about shit. They damn near got a pay per view uh, last week on Raw. They got Shield Wyatt's two. They got Brian versus Orton. They got the beat down at the end. Yeah. They had they had another uh, match too last week. I can't think of it. Yeah, but um, 
they had Cesaro, like, the whole tease of Cesaro, up Cesaro coming face and all that. Like, mm. they, that was a very good pay-per-view. They've had a lot of good paper, or, I'm sorry, pay-per-view. They had a lot of good TV shows uh, since the Punk. In a row. Yeah, in a row. Like, Look, yeah, it's could, could the uh, Ewing theory be in play? Uh, I don't think it's the Ewing theory because he's not. But he wasn't. He was number two for them or three at that point in time when he left. Uh, I mean, it, mm-hmm. he was number two or three. I'm saying, like, I think that man like might qualify. Like, well, the Ewing theory is always like your. Best right, that player. man, that man left like, and he was like, everybody thought the promotion would be doomed. Like, WrestleMania was in trouble. It's really not. Like, like I told you, like as far as I'm concerned, like CM Punk kissed my ass. Look, regardless of what was, whatever the card was going to be. Yes, I've turned on him in a matter of a, of a month. Yeah, sucker. Uh, regardless of whatever was going to happen, there was no way looking on paper at that card that that card was going to be worse than WrestleMania 29. That so shit I don't, sucked. Like it, it just was. There was like, no drama. There was all the matches you knew who was going to win uh, last year. Well, let's see. Uh, you knew Undertaker was going to be CM Punk. That's true. You knew that Cena was going to uh, win. Well, the Triple H Lesnar thing, I didn't. I wasn't quite sure. No, no, no. Triple H had to win. It made no sense. Yeah. Because like the good guys, like they're having a uh, like a uh, one-off series. series, and like the good guy has to win at WrestleMania or whatever. And it made no sense. And plus, it was like if he loses, I believe it was he loses or retires. Like yes. Triple H is retiring. Fuck out of here. Uh... I'm trying to think what else was in there. Oh, Jericho the, Fandango. You knew that yeah. man was going to put over Fandango. Uh, we didn't necessarily know that. We did not know that. I was shocked to see him win because I thought that he's going to. I thought he was going to have eight months like he had the year before, like mm-hmm. from, from you know just to SummerSlam uh, or the day after SummerSlam. Uh, the we knew well. You knew Del Rio was going to whoop Jack Swagger ass. Yeah. You knew that. Like you hear you know we want to have the. Like, no, we're gonna let time. Jack Swagger win the fucking belt. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna turn we're gonna turn Del Rio face and have him fight this anti-immigrationist Tea Party member. Yeah, he's gonna lose on Wrestle in WrestleMania. That, yeah, that'll go real well <laughs> in New York. Yeah, that, yeah, in New York. <laughs> like, the, like the one of the melting pot, like the most meltingest pot is of yeah of cultures. Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Or I'm sorry, Jersey, whatever. Well, Same shit. Yeah, no, almost. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> But nobody is more offended. Like call them, call yeah, say the New York uh, service from New York City that Jersey the same thing. Yeah, they'll want to fight you. That's like <laughs> that's like saying like Carolina, that North Carolina, South Carolina the same thing. North Carolina, North Carolina is. You know I'm from Carolina. You know. Oh, no, that's the inferior Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, Shout out to those in South Carolina. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Shout like, like yeah. out to those in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, like, y'all know. Y'all know. <laughs> Don't feel bad. You live where you live. It, it is what it is. Um, y'all made the best of it, I see. I'm, I'm very excited for WrestleMania. Um, Daniel Bryan is, is, they've been preparing him, you know, doing all this double duty for, you know, damn near a year. And... He's gonna be ready. I have zero doubts like, in my mind that he's gonna put on, you know, a show. Uh, but that's gonna take us to our first break. When we come back, we'll be talking about the Undertaker, um, Brock Lesnar, and Paul Heyman. Um, we'll also probably get into some more random shit that we have no idea. You know, this is unscripted, live. You know, in the trap by ourselves on the block. One Nation Radio. One Nation Radio. 
in the lobby, they just trying to get established. God, I've been guilty fornicating from my status. Niggas be loving the A, they say in the new day that nigga be sad. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We are feeling so sanctified. What? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Hey, James. Give me a handkerchief. Just basically came out there, you know, the blood on the leaves without the drums. I, I, I have never like actually listened to it. I gotta, I, I take a word for that. I yeah. Check it out. Um, you know, speaking of you know sanctified and you know the church and which leads to the dead, you know. That's the worst segue <laughs> ever. Get the fuck out of here. He's about to make a segue about being sanctified in religion to the supernatural that is the Undertaker. Really, dude. <laughs> I think that's gonna be my new thing. I hope you didn't pull. I hope you didn't pull your hamstring trying to stretch that shit out. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the new thing. That's awful. Uh, look, how, how bad of a segue can I come? With? That's like my Mick Foley cheap cheap pop, basically. Wow. Um, how bad of a segue? You know, um, we have Undertaker who is twenty one and zero, uh, fighting Brock Lesnar. Anything to see here? It's gonna be a great match. I really believe that. I mean, that you still got to see if they come up with uh, a particular uh, set type of match, whether it's Hell in the Cell or if it's no DQ or it balls count anywhere or two out of three or whatever the hell they do. But just make it an I quit they're, match. They're an I quit match. <laughs> no dead men don't quit. They don't feel no pain. So, I, this match, I, I feel more comfortable with this match being uh, good than any other match they have on the card right now. Mm-hmm. Heyman was once again excellent on yes. the mic on uh, Raw, you know, which is fast becoming like he's so good. It's we almost take it for granted. Like, oh yeah, by the way, Paul Heyman is gonna shut this shit down. Like <laughs> he yeah. um, started coming out with these, you know, these stats. Anyone could have looked up and put together, but the way he delivered it was like, wow. He's like, Shawn Michaels never won two WrestleMania matches in a row. Like, meanwhile, and, you know, Austin, Rock, you know, these, these guys won three. This person's won four. But you, you know, you won 21. Like, I worship the streak. Well, it helps that you're not in the main event for some feast with WrestleMania. So yeah. that kind of helps me. You got to find Bundy and Mark Henry. Yeah. So there you go. And let's see. Who also, um, the Miz is still undefeated at WrestleMania. <laughs> That won't last this year. If you brought I don't know if you got my text oh, no. today, but you need to start watching the app interviews. Like, these boys be showing their ass because I feel like Vince isn't watching. Like, those, like they're saying shit on there that's, like, absurd. Uh, but as far as the Undertaker-Lesnar thing, I... At this point, God is just down for my time. So if you do that, then desperation sets in. Yeah. There you go. Like, I can imagine Titus and that little Neil being... Oh, he was great. Oh, I didn't know he was... Oh, great. my God. I, I texted you about that, too. Like... I just imagine him being on there and just being brilliant. So... I, I'm going to show you... Sandow, Miz, Ziggler... Like, there's a bunch of guys that are great. Those are, like, the there. app all-stars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, the usual suspects. Um, The feud is... 
I don't know. It's, we we've seen it. I'm just I'm just looking forward to the match because the build up is not really going to do anything, you know, com, com, really compelling, in my opinion. I mean, they still have what three weeks, yeah. so they can they can figure out something uh, more than just you know run-ins and Paul Heyman carrying both of them. But uh, they're off to a great start. So I mean, I really. I really can't. Uh, like, I don't really have high expectations for this, like, but that's not a bad thing. It's like I I know what's gonna happen, so it's um it's just like okay. As far as them selling the match or them having the match, them both. Okay. So um it, it just adds to a stat card, you know. I hope that they touch some kind of real life thing into it, like the what do you want to do it thing. The funny, oh, that's kind of flimsy. But uh, the funny part is. Um, had it not been for uh, the whole Daniel Bryan, you know, could be Triple H, he gets added to the to the championship matches. That probably was the front runner to be the final match of the night. Cause I damn sure wouldn't have wanted to see uh, Batista versus Randy Orton. Well, you can't have that out there aired last. Like you can't have the crowd leaving just completely booing you. Yeah, now you gotta get out the way if that was what they were gonna do. You had to get it out the way. Right. Like, they didn't have... There's a reason why they didn't have Lesnar, Goldberg, and WrestleMania 20 go last. Like, you just can't do that. Um, you know, speaking of of guys that are on their way out, and, you know, El Kujay was at uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh, my God. You know, hard as penitentiary still. Hey, man, I... Well, what's funny to me is seeing him sh- show his ass up in Memphis to push NCIS LA, the reruns on USA Network, and it just dawned on me. Jay-Z won. Like, I, I, just, I just couldn't. I can't. Bro, like, not even Nas did this shit. Like, we and we saw Nas be basically like the house band for the ESPYs a couple years ago. Like, this is just bad. Like, what is this man doing? Like, why is he in Memphis? Like, is he touring? Is he touring? Like, no idea. I, I, like, he just showed up randomly in Memphis. Like, it doesn't really seem like that'd be the most welcoming place for him to be based on the type of music he does or did. But, I... It look. was weird. It was out of nowhere. Like... Oh, by the way, oh Kujic. Yeah, by the way, LL Cool J and Chris O'Donnell, you know, a.k.a. the guy that barely beat out uh, Marlon Wayans to be uh, Robin in a Batman movie uh, 15 years ago. That guy, too. Like, it's almost like the Island of Misfit Toys. Uh, I mean, that, that's all I had to say. I, I, yeah. what, what were we talking about? Who knows? I... Hey, remember when LL Cool J tried to get hot, like, five years ago again? Remember that? Yeah, he was trying to diss Jay-Z. He's out there dissing Jay Z, getting songs with with uh with the with the dream. Uh, yeah, yeah, that baby, outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. Look, man, when when are you gonna take the wave cap off? Before it was the hat. Now he had a wave cap on last night. Yeah, wave. No, he had. Or he like had, you know the little. He had, he had the Batista. The, 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 the jump off, nah. like, the, like, the, like it was basically kind of like, if I remember correctly, it was kind of like the the, the can goes up to the front. Right? Nah, it, nah, he had like some like it was like um you would see a, a football player, yeah, kind of or no, you would see a football player wear underneath their helmets. Nah, it was, it was like that's what it looked like. It was basically like the, one of the hipster, like the hipster beanie. It was a hipster oh, beanie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you oh, really stop that shit, man. Man, man! Stop that shit. How old is Ella Exactly. How old is Ella? No, seriously. If I had to take a guess. Never mind the dog. I'll say he's 45. 45. Yeah. 
Good for him. I'll say he's he forty five. No, his, to the Google I go. He making his money, but like, you know. Not that shit off. He I feel like some somebody of his status deserves better than to be doing what he's doing. But whatever. I mean he he's making money, he's in syndication, so them checks keep coming. Keep getting them checks, I guess. In the words of Bill Simmons and uh <laughs> Jill Rose. Rose, keep getting he's them. He's forty six. I stand corrected. Yeah, he's forty six. Yeah. yeah, I stand corrected. I wonder, what he, I wonder what he thinks of the rap. I bet he's so mad. I bet he's so mad. Anyway, like, this, different podcast, different time. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about... Who were we talking about just a second ago? Undertaker, Heyman. Um, Alright. Well, we already we basically went over that. What What's next? Do you, talk, do you want to talk S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do you want to talk uh, Christian and, uh, and, and Sheamus? Yes, we need to talk about, you know, Christian. Um, oh speaking of Christian... Um, I like, you know, I have live audio from, um, that when he actually came out. Go ahead and take a listen. <laughs> Alright, did y'all hear that? Um, you know, Christian, you know, absolutely no pop, you know, and this has been going on since 2011. Y'all internet folks will never win me over on this Christian thing, Ever. Um, uh, pointed out, you know, on, uh, the Wrestling Squared Circle, you know, make sure you guys check that out on Facebook, join, uh, you guys can bicker with us every Monday night, we do, like, a huge thread, um. Well, ain't too much for bickering, like, uh, I'll block your ass and start with that foolishness. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> like, come, you know, come, it's just places, you know, talk, put out your comments and get in a discussion while wrestling going on, and, you know, it adds to, it adds to the show. Um. He pointed out, uh, you know, it was utter silence, you know, the Pootie Tang, you know, style pop, you know. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, not good. Like, <laughs> it's not good for, it's not good for his prospects, and, like, I mean, I don't really think Christian will be wrestling too much longer, but at the same time, it's just like. Well, and, and somewhere there, there's tired. an idiot. He's just tired. Yeah, somewhere tired. there's somebody saying Christian's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Look, if this was a, you know, if this was a legitimate sport, he definitely would not be a Hall of Famer. But, um, that's Edge's homeboy, like I said before. Yeah. Um, like, he... Seamus deserves better than this. Like, that man, like, my, my whole thing for this would be to say that he went off to TNA, and he was not the main, uh, main, main eventer in TNA. So, if that's the case, to my knowledge, that's the case. I don't watch TNA. I think he won the belt in oh, TNA. he won the belt? Okay, yeah. good for him. He won, like, the NWA belt. Like, I don't even think they had the TNA belt then. Yeah, that old, like, Ric Flair title yeah. from way back then. Wow, that's depressing. Very depressing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, TNA will roll that out real quick. Like, he turned heel. He, like, he was a face that nobody really cared about. He turned heel and nobody wants to boo him. Like, just like, oh, it's Christian. Like, <laughs> Fuck him. <it's> <laughs> like, you know, I mean, people, I mean, people love him. I mean, certain, certain, he's very niche. He's very niche. Yeah. I don't yeah. even want to say niche. I want to say niche to make, make it sound even more exclusive. Like, I mean. Well, if, you, if, you, if you find a way to appreciate Christian, you must be like one of them real wrestling, wrestling uh, fans. Look, I appreciate Christian because he's a good wrestler, but. Ain't too much else he's bringing to the table. And I mean not too much else, I mean nothing at all. Like, there's nothing at all he brings to the table. Like, I, I guess he's interesting to look at because he's yellow. Like, that's, that's yeah. he's about yellow, yellow man. He's about as yellow as his highlighter in my hand. <laughs> uh, but that's, I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Like, he's like he's the same, like, to be the same skin tone as your hair color is interesting. Like, that's, that, I, I guess that's what he's going for. Whatever. But I, I just, 
Anything you want to add to that? Like, it, I will say this: the contrast, Retire. the contrast of skin tones between Seamus and uh and Christian is is interesting. Uh, I remember at one point uh when I first got back in the wrestling, Seamus was fighting Dolph Ziggler, and I, I remember right. uh, making a comment of, "Yeah, Seamus versus Ziggler tonight. Do not like do not do adjust not your adjust, television. Do not adjust your television. They're actually that color. Yeah, because you know that that's back when Ziggler was super orange. Right. But I, I mean, other than that, I speaking don't know of Dolph Ziggler, where has he been? I don't know. I would missing file. Someone filed a missing persons report because because I refuse to watch Superstars. He's actually wrestling Superstars. You're lying. Yes. So is Del Rio. Oh. This week. Uh, Look, Battle Royal, both of them uh, boys. Uh, yeah, they're getting Battle Royal treatment. That, that's for sure. You, you, I mean, they, they were rudderless. They had no direction in either one of them. So, like, they, they were actually in, like, a little mini few. I'd rather see them wrestled in Sheamus and Christian. But, but the thing is, they ended so fast because Del Rio squashed him out to set up the Batista thing. And we squashed yeah, him. Yeah, and then the, I think the next week Ziggler beat him. Not only did he squash him, he, like... And they were doing commentary, they were doing commentary during each other's matches... And throwing each other off and making each other lose. So. They always do good. They always do good things in the ring together. So I, I had no problem with that. But the thing at this point is like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know whether it's contracts up or something with, with, with Ziggler to where they don't or they don't have to trust in him. But he still, you know, people still love him. And Del Rio is just like, at least at least if they have threw Del Rio out there with Sheamus, at least they will boo Del Rio, like. They, you know they uh they, they tried that with Batista and Del Rio and they cheered for Del Rio. You know, what I'm saying is like there is just bitter indifference with with I'm not bitter I'm saying bitter indifference but there's just complete indifference. Can to you change. believe they um, oh, sorry, to they ran a Del Rio versus Christian feud at SummerSlam last year? Like like how did we like just they, let that slide? Well, like, one that was one of the best matches on that card, and two. They had a few previously that led to Christian winning his title for the first time, and it was, All a good, right. was like so they had a history, quote unquote, or whatever. Uh, ain't, more, also, ain't more historical than these fucking nuts. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's what that's where they that's what that's my life. That's the thing. Plus, okay. like, they, like what else are you gonna do? Like, I mean, I don't I don't recall what RVD was doing at the time, but I don't. He I was fighting he was, Dean Ambrose on a pre-show oh, of SummerSlam. For the United States title. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah, they could have probably put uh, RVD onto, um, onto Del Rio instead of having, you know, Ambrose. First off, Ambrose only wrestled for his belt enough times for it, so he couldn't take off pay-per-views. And he does <laughs> take off pay-per-views. Like, I, I think I've seen that man, like, defend his belt, like, one time in, like, the last, like, I think I, one time this year. Like, it's Mark I Henry. think I've defended the United States title as many times as, D, as Dean Ambrose. Wow. Um, you know... Speaking of Dean Ambrose, uh, the Shield. Now that's a good segue. That's Damn, actually, that's how you actually do it. Damn, I did. I, I I tried to back away from it, but you're um, trying to do bad segues on purpose. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns. This isn't the Dan, Dan Levitard show. Where you people know, trying to make bad radio on purpose to be funny. Like, you no, know, knock it off. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. We had Rollins walking out on the team for the first time, you know, going rogue, as they say. Going rogue. Uh, on SmackDown, Ambrose stole upon Rollins uh, while Reigns sat there kind of just chuckling. And 
you know, we saw the Shield defeat, you know, the Royals brothers. Also, you know, Battle Royal brothers, you know. Um, you know yeah, they gonna Battle Royal guys. Unless, unless they do something like, yeah, yeah, like have the Usos involved in WrestleMania and have them in like a, you know, like a eight, or sorry, like a uh, a 14 tag team match or something like that, then yeah, they're going to be on in the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial, whatever the hell they call that, Battle Royal. Battle Royal boys. Um, Quick question. All yeah. Right. All the cool looking things they came up with for people to covet over the years in professional wrestling, whether you know be new titles and their designs, or you know, or trophies, or you know, when King of the Ring he get the crown mm-hmm. in the robe. Who in real life would actually want a statue made in Andre the Giant's likeness? Like, and he's wearing the singlet too, right? Yes, he's wearing the singlet. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't. I don't. Where do I put that in my house? I don't. Understand. <laughs> like, if you're like Dolph Ziggler, and you know you won all these plaques or whatever from you know all these wins in college, it's like you like, might just put that in the basement, like in a box. Like, like well, how do you show that off to somebody? Like you won in your, like you won the heavyweight titles, mean you probably have a replica at home of the you know the number of times you won a title. Yeah. Uh, like. I, don't, I wonder if they're gonna make this a, reg- a regular that, thing. You they should. Mantle, they're not doing it every year. I mean, that will be that will be a way of alleviating. But the same thing is like that takes away the novelty of actually having the world. Like they kind of like if they want to do it that way, then what they should do is like get rid of the world and then have them in a battle royal at WrestleMania, and then whoever wins it, it in night fights a champion. That mm-hmm. would be because you get immediate like that's immediate. Um, or like the next night on but Raw. at the same time like no nah, everybody loves Royal Rumble it's his own thing so you don't you kind of want to do this one time one time only then figure it out after this uh, I, I really think this probably comes because of there only being one title there's mm-hmm. two belts with one title so that kind of like, could you imagine if they still had um, both belts right now I mean, that's like, the reason why I, they got rid of them. That's uh, why they, I couldn't they, even picture it. They united them for a reason. Like, you're like, what, what are we going to do? Like, we got to get these guys on. We got all these part-timers coming back, so we got to have these matches. And not all. And it makes no sense if they're only going to wrestle one time and go away if they're in a match that has any type of stakes or has a belt. Cause nobody would believe that this person would win. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, all right, well, how are we going to do this? All right, well, let's, uh, let's put both of those titles up in the air and, you know, they'll, yeah. and whoever, you know, our, uh, convoluted way that Triple H explained it in the beginning had to re-explain uh, it later and later over and over again. But, uh, I mean, maybe, th- I really think that was potentially the match they wanted to have happen um, mm-hmm. in WrestleMania this year, but it just, you know, Cena came back too early. Right. Because, you know, that man's a fast healer. Yeah. Super fast. You know, It'll be out to January. I'm back in November. You know, um, you ever seen Varsity Blues? <laughs> <sighs> Have you ever seen the program? Yeah, the cycle. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to throw any stones, but you know, but moving you already, on. But you already did. Moving on. <laughs> you know, like you I was, uh, I was reading uh, Hardcore Holly's book. Uh, this is a good thing we can uh, waste some time talking about. Um, it was a it was just a shoot pretty much on Triple H. <laughs> um of course. Hardcore Holly said, you know, he basically shitted on the uh, wellness policy and said basically if you're, you know, it depends on who you are, you can you can beat that shit like you can like test positive and it doesn't matter. Um I don't really think that's 
too much different than anything else in life. If you're good enough, they'll make special rules for you. Well, I, my <laughs> my whole my entire uh, how do I say this? Um, my reaction to that would be to say that bullshit because Randy Orton has been popped twice for it. So what are we saying? Um, and two, it's not necessarily a thing of. Uh, you know whether or not you get caught. It's why you get caught when you know you get tested. Mm-hmm. I'm I, like I I'm pretty sure they can find out. I don't like, I don't know how the policy exactly works if it's random or whatever. But I'm pretty sure the fact that there's only been so many guys that get caught in that sport means that they know it's coming. I think no, they've revised. I think they've revised the rules for Randy Orton before. It was no, like so it was like the it, unwritten no, Randy Orton no, no, rule. They revised it to where uh, it used to be it was a three strikes and you will ne- they will never hire you again. Now yeah. it's if you get your third strike, you're suspended for a year and you go back and every time you we will hire you. Like if you're Randy, if you, let's say it's Daniel Bryan or John Cena's pop, which you know whatever, yeah. uh, and they're on their second strike and you get a third strike this time, they have they can't they fire or they fire them for a full year and then they'll just hire them back once the, the like the day that they can. The, the, yeah. as soon as they could in one year and have it back until he did it like it's and it's always repeating it's always like you go back to strike two basically mm. four was like if you get a third strike you're going forever we will never fuck with you again and that pretty much saved Renewer's career that they changed the rule because you know it like he was done so yeah he was going through the motions he didn't have that glow like Blue, <laughs> like Bruce Leroy I mean or Rick is, James this is I mean, his same just like he's put on like think, think of all the all the great matches he's had with Daniel Bryan and like the, like the two great matches he had with Cena since like we don't get that if he was still like this lukewarm face that like nobody really likes as a he's face hovering around the upper mid card yeah and and never like the thing was not doing anything worthwhile like he was like he, he was would fight like, guys below him you know they had no chance in hell at winning and then the guys that were kind of above him it was just like. What like, the fuck? Like he never got like put into those. Yeah. Like uh, it's just weird that time. It was so funny though when I was reading uh, Harker Hollow's book. Like he was making it sound like basically like there was a story where Orton destroyed like a whole like five star hotel room and it was like fifteen thousand dollars worth of damage and Triple H basically just laid his credit card on the um on the hotel counter saying you know just charge it to my my room. Like I'm liable to believe anything about Randy Orton from that era. Yeah, him and Shawn Michaels both get the, you know, like anything could have happened. Like they're almost tight in the zone as far as, you know, having those quote unquote demons. Yeah. Ne- nobody ever really wants to ever explain it as far as the demons. Like, yeah, why yeah. you just say it? They had drug issues. <laughs> like, that's what their demons, like, they're either dumb at any they were jackasses kept getting in trouble because they were hot, they couldn't handle their emotions, or, yeah. or and or, they had drug issues. You know, they was uh, talking about Randy was knocking JoJo down last year. Remember that? I mean, remember, I remember. remember our conversation about uh about Jay Z. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. Orton, Orton is what? He's like thirty three. Yeah. Old girl was like nineteen She's last 19. year. Nineteen. So basically, she pulled. He pulled the Jay Z Beyonce, where like he's that guy. Yeah. Don't like, be that he, guy. Or he's one of those guys. Okay. Whatever. I mean. You nobody. Know, nobody. On ever, top of the divorce. Nobody ever mentions this for a split second with Jay Z and Beyonce until I had a conversation with you the other day, or just yesterday or today actually. And I was thinking about, hey, wait a second, bro. Isn't like Jay Z like forty five and Beyonce is like uh, in her thir- her early thirties and they've been dating since like or they've been for like linked, a decade quote, linked to each other for over a decade. Like, yeah, he was kind of like on that. 
you know, that Matthew McConaughey. Caught her early. I'm trying to think what movie was McConaughey in when he was basically like a pedophile. I can't remember. But anyway, whatever. Um, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, speaking of pedophiles. What? Um, <laughs> what? What the fuck? What kind of fucking look, look, look. No, 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 no. What kind of segue did <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of pedophiles, what about Jerry the King Lawler? Oh, what the fuck was he wearing? You know, I actually didn't see what he was wearing. I just heard people talking. Bro, about he was out there dressed. Like, oh, what yes, he was out there dressed like Elvis, bro. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I I had saw someone uh had you know put a side to side picture of of the thing he was wearing. Um, see if I can find it on Twitter real fast. <laughs> I just I I don't know. I, Jerry Lawler's shirt. Jerry Lawler. Uh, it already popped up, yeah. Jerry Lawler was wearing bullshit <laughs> last night. Is that a, is that, oh, oh, that's a shirt? It's a shirt. Oh, okay. Well, we see people, okay, for him to do this, and he's a grown-ass man, yeah, but, you know. No, he's like, a grandfather, like. Yeah, he's a grandfather, but, like, that's, that, you know, that's hipster troll wear, so. Uh, Way to go, Jerry Lawler. I've seen worse. Like, you, I know you've seen the ones where they got, like, the t-shirt with, like, the... Like the baby blue or the uh, yeah. the powder blue or the uh, orange, like how they had, like how um, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey had in Dumb and Dumber. I've right. never seen that. That's pretty much the same thing. Just a t-shirt with that on it. Yeah, it was, it was kind of troubling at the time. Remember, speaking of those kind of shirts, remember uh, the, the classic Santino shirt with the gi in the belt? Yes. Because of the cobra? Yes. I missed that. Santino just turned 40, by the way. Yeah. He's out there, you know. How old is Emma? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows? Kayfabe-wise, Santino might be one of those guys. Wow. Uh, as far as the Divas, um, I you're going to find this interesting. Okay. Um, I I saw it online today that supposedly... Don't get fired. Fired from a free job? Yeah, yeah don't get fired. <laughs> okay. Supposedly, AJ Lee is in hot water over this whole CM Punk thing. Because he can, because she can control what that that. Guy yeah, and, and they were like, you know, making her take, you know, pinfalls last night, and and you know, just have her looking kind of bad right now because of this whole CM Punk thing, and she's being punished. What well, do you, what do you make of that? I don't buy it. Like my, okay, here's the thing, right? You already know the divas, the divas match when it comes to WrestleMania. If they, if they pick up some celebrity to be in, and I, I secretly hope that they get Molly Cyrus. Uh, if you know, the face is gonna win in WrestleMania for Divas. Like that, like that's just how it is. Especially if this. She gotta come off that belt. Yeah, and like and she's due. She's been the longest reigning Divas champion ever. Like I mean, I don't know how much that what that means compared to the women's title, or if they keep that kind of the separate things. Mm. But yeah, she's. I mean, at this point, like there's nothing for her at this point. Um, and women's wrestling, like it's pretty much. Other than her cutting promos on all the total divas, there's been nothing that she's really done. There's no like evolution of her and Tamina's relationship. So other than I guess pretty much she's a Tamina's a buffoon. That and that buffoon. awkward you know you know Big Mama style you know thing that's going on. Um, I'm not going there. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, at this point, it's time for her to come off the belt to somebody. Like, and if, and if it made any sense, it would be somebody from the. That's actually getting airtime, which would be one of the deepest. I mean, right. I, I really feel that's the reason why they added Summer to it because Summer like actually gets airtime. I joked around that um, the Bellas save the Divas division. And that show saved the Divas division. And um, 
drew some heat online from these AJ Lee fans. I, I think, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but like, she was there, but she was the only one at that point in time. Exactly. Like, did, like Naomi was still a, just considered a fucking dagger that never had any matches. Yeah. Uh, at that like, point in time, like you had Kate, you had Caitlyn and AJ. This yeah. guy, yeah, it's Caitlyn and AJ. Like Layla came around and like I, you told me she laid it down recently. Yeah. Uh, you had Natalia just you know doing her thing and just being out there. Uh, and like, like you had Oksana. They, uh, they drew the attention. Alicia Fox, who you know, Alicia can wrestle, but you know because she because of the gymnastics, but other like Oksana. I mean, you saw what she did to Naomi. <laughs> like I like and before that, yeah, tell me at one point, maybe like a year ago or two years ago, she's the worst woman's wrestler you've ever seen. She's gotten a lot better. Uh, Which really okay. doesn't count for, for much. Yeah, but good for her. Good for her for actually getting better at her crap. Good for her. I appreciate that. I, 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 they I, only I don't pay mean, you. I don't mean to sound. Uh, I don't mean to sound like that either. But yeah, good for her though. Like, but she still has. She still is not like um, at the level. Of not you know. No, I've always been a. Spaces. I've always <laughs> been a. Um, a Natalia fan yeah. for a while, but she's absolutely swaggerless. Yep, she is. Absolutely. Um, I mean, maybe if she was like a hill, she could be compelling or something, but I don't She think was saying some shit last night that kind of, she was like, you know, I'm royalty. All this other stuff, that can be, you know, taken, you know, like a heel. It, it's weird because, like, at this point now, um, the deepest vision... It's going basically going to be to where we're going to see how they um either you're going to be on total divas or you're not. Well, not even that. What I was saying is like the people that even matter to the divas division aside from AJ are all, or I guess to a lesser extent Tamina, are all on that show. So we're going to see a point where like, and I, I feel like this happens all the time to where randomly like they they like they show certain um, sides to themselves. And you're like, where the hell did this come from? This makes no sense. They didn't explain it because they only get like one slot. Right. You know, on a, on Raw. So, like, what's going to happen is you, you're going to have to, like, watch the show. Watch mm-hmm. the Diva show. And you'll be like, oh, that's... Something happened behind the scenes, and this is why they had and they these attitudes with each other. Right. It's like, do I really have to watch... Do I really have to watch women's reality... Like, women's wrestling reality television? Like, I don't even It's a great watch, show. Like, like huh. from when I was watching it last year, I kind of fell out of the loop just uh, off of, you know... No, it's a good show, but at the same time, like, just like anything else they do, like, I ain't got all this time to be watching, you know, we can watch all this wrestling content. Like, I, like... Especially with that around now, like, for uh, me. Like, think about it. Raw's three hours long. Like, if, like, your... Wrestling like, never stops like, now, your, man. Like, your suggestion could be, alright, well, if you want to make your time more efficient, then don't watch it live and watch it, um, you know, watch it at another, another time and it's less than three hours. Like, to me, it's like, all right, so you tell me... I can, that's the same thing, like, so you're going to tell me not to watch any live NBA games, too? Uh, <laughs> so, SmackDown's two hours. That's five hours right there. Then, uh, the, the Total Deuce show is an hour long, correct? Yeah. Or a half hour? Hour. Yeah, main event. All right, so that's seven hours, or is main event two hours. One main event's one. So and they're showing it live on the network, so too, that's now. Seven hour, so, I'm supposed to watch seven hours of, tea, of, of wrestling content to keep up, allegedly... Yep. Um, on the show now, luckily, uh, main event pretty much doesn't carry any way as far as carrying on storyline. But, but if you want to see some, you know, good wrestling matches, then you, you tune in. Yeah. And uh, but like I just, but even so, like still because they're doing stuff on SmackDown again, so it's like really six hours I dedicate to watch wrestling. Also NXT, um, eight o'clock on the network live. 
I think it's a two-hour show. I'm not sure. I, no, 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 it's a one-hour show, I believe. But, yeah, but still getting my point, like, all right, so I got, like, all right, LeBron and Kevin Durant are locked in the MVP race to the wire. There are four teams that can win the, first, the number one overall seed in the playoffs. And in both conferences, uh, the number like, two teams are battling for their – Perspective conference number one seeds in college is crazy this, this year. Um, college basketball, um, my team is. Good. I mean, not just only. I'm not going to get to that because it depends on whether or not your team's good if you even have a team. So you throw that in. You have True Detective just going off the air, uh, which means soon, soon enough coming. Uh, you have Game of Thrones. Which I'm not a Game of Thrones guy, but like just for general people. Right. So like, if you're in the rest and you're in the, like stuff. Walking like Dead. This, like Walking Dead, House of Cards uh, just came off. Uh, Orange New Black coming out. Uh, Mad Men's on deck. All this TV's on deck, and you spent me to dedicate six hours of my free time, considering that you most people work jobs, work forty hours to to wrestling. Like this is overwhelming. Now, I mean, I guess it's like I mean, they can only have. So, I don't know. It's just too much. It's just too much. Like I Look. used to like. To, I remember. Remember the good old time we had of like the last few weeks. Or a couple months ago when SmackDown didn't carry a damn thing over storyline. Yes. You just, you just, Bro, you just, I got in the habit of just skipping SmackDown. Like, And if you heard there was something good to happen, you downloaded it or you watched it later, later. You found out and watched it and you enjoyed it. And you can go on with your day and watch it like a 20-minute clip as opposed to, now nah, I'm stuck with an hour and forty or an hour and uh, 20 minutes of uh, trying to scroll through some shit to try and find or watch all of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And then like you just watch Raw, like it's all it was. Watch Raw, like this is like it's just over, it's oversaturated. I understand they have a huge roster. They have, they have to matches. find a way to do a better job in the second half of the year, because uh, yeah, they it's I understand you know the interest leaves, but they got to do something to keep that interest. Like it just don't seed like to football because you know they're largely the same audiences, but they're not the same audiences. Uh, so I I feel like you know if they were gonna put this type of quality stuff on SmackDown, they could have done it. They could they could have elevated Cesaro earlier and done think, this real American stuff. I really stuff. don't think that that's the case where they're you know they basically just you know throw it in throw it in the they know they're gonna lose it to football, which I mean anybody with a brain knows they would. But I feel like. Um, you know, bring those I NXT feel, guys up. I feel then. like they like their paper like the way they said like there's no stakes involved like after. Like, honestly, after SummerSlam, the year after ends. SummerSlam, like there's really no stakes. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know. It, like, they don't make another, they don't make a big enough of deal of the stakes involved for Night of Champions. They don't like that's still, like, yeah. that's still a minor pay per view. I, I wish they had made that something big. Uh, King of the Ring's still dead. Like, if they had, like, maybe you need to put like, money in the bank, like the second half of the year or something. If they had just that, that could be a that could be a potential move. If they had, um... Switch that with Hell in a Cell. Had, uh, I, like, the Hell in a Cell thing is, like, the matches aren't what they used to be because they they they're not, they just can't be. Yep. Like, you can't have people out here going, like, killing themselves for a B-pay-per-view. Why not? Or a C-level pay-per-view. i like uh, to see it. Survivor Series, like, nobody cares about the Survivor Like, they never, they never ever, like, give it an effort to actually make it, like, a... Like, they story. act like it every year. Oh, yeah, check out our traditional 5-on-5 five five Survivor Series match. And the then, best Survivor Series I've ever seen was 4-on-4, four four, 1989. And then TLC basically turns into, like, all right, this is like... The gimmick matches. Like, an end-of-the-year pay-per-view, 
and they try to. I mean, they they do their best with that pay per view. So I think every TLC event I've seen, I've been impressed with. That's like, my point. Like yeah. they try because it's like this last pay per view with you is moving on a strong note and lead into I guess like before like the years we start seeing that's pretty much everybody talking about the Royal Rumble and like there's like the Royal to Royal Rumble which is the rules for WrestleMania. Yeah. So like I see that's that's the kind of thing. Like it's always like a dead period like after SummerSlam to to TLC almost. Right. But like they gotta figure something else out. Like if they if they just killed payback or I'm sorry, yeah. Battleground or whatever that pay per view is. Yeah. And they added King of the Ring, like and King of the Ring, they get a title shot at Survivor Series or whatever they did like that. That would be great. People would love that. People would love that. that would but, but why a- do what people people you know love? They already have our money, James. No, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> they already have our money. It's an idea, and I wonder if they thought if they thought about that because people love King of the Ring. Like I, I see Ring, people want they, that to come back. They're putting it in the video games every brought, year. If they brought King of the Ring back out. Wouldn't that easily be like what their fourth best pay per view? Yeah, just like the thought of you know seeing a guy wrestle like three times in a night and after fatigue and. And the thing is, the 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 card would be loaded because like they're obviously only putting out like their top guys. Yeah, it would be basically like the championship match. A champion, like the champion, fights in a match versus whoever, and then undercard title match or maybe a tag match. Nah, you ain't gotta do that. Like you, you have all you basically having like a divas match. The the champion in his match and the king of the ring and that's it. That's the whole. That's three hours right there. Mm-hmm. And then people will love to watch that. And then you go, all right, whoever wins gets a title shot. And you, you know how it goes. But everybody has. And it. they can lose it's, it's a huge, or take it's the a ass huge, on. It's, it's a huge macro storyline for everybody. It gives them like, even if you ain't even got nothing for somebody, that puts them in. That gives them something. Right. You can um you can have somebody you know lose early in the you know that wasn't supposed to lose and then come back and fuck somebody over in like the semifinals. Yeah. And then they have a few series or hell in a cell running, and that would help guys when they have no direction like it like this year when you know they were like Del Rio really had nothing. Uh, Sam Punk had nothing. had nothing. CM Punk at had, a certain yeah, point. Yeah, CM Punk was out there fighting. He was fighting Curtis Axel on pay per view. CM Punk fighting Curtis Axel on pay per view. Come on. At least, at least Curtis Axel was still with the company. You know. You know. And just, we didn't really touch too much on it, but you know, the CM Punk not returning in Chicago. Uh, talk about it real quick. The brilliance of Heyman for turning that crowd down. And I said it on the Raw thread when he first came out. I was like, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant move that they brought him out there because he's pretty much like the like the IWC whisperer. Like he's the Pied Piper of the IWC. He you know he, he grabs the mic and play and you know plays like flute. Uh, no no uh, pun or euphemism uh, was intended for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> previous oh well, y'all sickos out there. Yeah, but like. He's so masterful as far as, you know, he turned it around. Like, that was the first person, perfect person to come out. And for a crowd that that rowdy and that, like, WWE like, knew they had to bring with, it. With, 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 you know, with it, all that negative energy, for him to come out there and get him, him quiet down and listen to him, that set the tone for the show. Now, granted, when Stephanie came out there and they booed her as if she was, <laughs> as if she was like Saddam Hussein or some, yeah. or some dictator, uh, that's another Ooh. thing, but that set the show off on the right pace to where they what they weren't just gonna like the be on, the crowd was gonna be on top of the entire show. Yeah. 
Like it could have been worse, and it was pretty. It was pretty bad, but it could have been worse. So, um, are you expecting CM Punk to ever return at this point? Uh, I say no. I mean, maybe he comes back and like wrestles a go away match or something like that. Like this is my final match. I want to have something going along for. Like I guess he's like you know money in the bank is where I made my name. I like to go out on go on top you know well, like this pay per view or whatever and that's it. Or he does something like you know I'm get uh, you know two year. He could return three, that payback. Three years later, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna you know restart my career by winning money in the bank and then he loses and he never comes back. They um they are running payback again in Chicago this year. So yeah, once again, year. you know. It's on deck if he wants to come back in. He has to come back as a heel and fuck over Dan Bryan somehow. Like that's that would be the that would be the number one idea for like if you were saying if you were gonna say what's next for Dan Bryan, we have him win the titles. You have him beat like if he does beat a couple win, guys if, in if rematches. If he doesn't win, yeah, if he does win at WrestleMania, the idea would be have him beat Batista or beat Orton in his rematch or whatever, get it out the way, and then all of a sudden. Punk's music hits, he comes out and says, you, like, we have beef because I was, like, the internet. I basically walked away for you, and, like, what things did I get? Yeah, Slash, like, you know, if it was for me, blazing this trail as a pioneer for, like, the internet guys to become mainstream stars, you'd never, ever get over here. I was always better than you. I was more charismatic. I whooped your ass uh, two couple years ago when you tried to fight for my title. It's on. And now I'm with this guy, and then it hit Triple H's music. Yeah, and it'll work perfect because, you know, like, Punk is a great heel. He's always been a great heel. Yeah. So... But I mean, for I mean that's that's you know WWE. If y'all listening, you know y'all y'all could put us on the payroll. You know no. we do have these ideas. No, nah, because we pretty much think of like the most obvious things. <laughs> that's like, what that's what the people want. We wouldn't we wouldn't have thought of uh, yeah. But that's the thing. Like they always end up doing something with the twisters. Usually, they end up coming out on the main level comes out to be great because we never thought of it. Like we always think of the most obvious things. Okay, what, like, what, what we was were, the, look? What was the twist behind the Rock winning the belt at Royal Rumble and Cena winning the Royal Rumble? What was the twist there? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't. Well, I I see the twist in uh, the Swerve at SummerSlam. I see the twist in. We saw that a mile away. No, we didn't. Like, like we were like Orton. Like as soon as he won, um, hold on, Money in the Bank. I was like, this man about to cash in that night. No, we didn't think that. You thought it was a possibility, just like any time you know, somebody can cash in, it's a possibility. But we didn't think, oh, the the power's going to go off. He, he wins. Daniel Bryan's taking his parents. The power goes off. We thought it was about to go black. All of a sudden, Orton comes out. And then, you know, this, after that part, when Orton comes out, then you think, all right, that, you know, you see Triple H. He's still close to Daniel Bryan. He's going to screw him. But we don't, we, like, my thing is, we don't see something come along the lines of, uh, oh, he's going to occupy Raw. Yeah. I never, I've never thought of no shit like that. Like, that's a genius. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, we don't give them, we don't give them enough credit. And, I mean, that's fine. I mean, when you're that big and you, I mean, they have a, granted, they always have a lot, they have a lot of failures, especially amongst the, 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 the non-main storyline they do. And that's obvious. That's why there's so many guys that don't have anything going for them right now. Yeah. But, they they don't really usually fuck up the main money, so and I really think this half the battle. Like this is, this has to go down as one of the greatest storylines ever. Like if it 
comes to fruition. Like, Daniel Bryan holding both titles in the air. And the thing is, it's like, you, and you know what the perfect part is, right? It's just like... You know what's going to make people so mad? What? You know if Daniel Bryan wins the title, right? You know he's going to face SummerSlam, right? Batista? No. At SummerSlam. Who? This is the rematch! Oh, Cena. Cena Bryan 2. Yeah, run it back. And people are going to be so mad when you see them beat that man. It's going to be a five-star classic, and he's still going to be mad at he won. I mean, wouldn't, I mean, that's their favorite. That's their guy. I mean, yeah, yeah that's my guy. Hey, look. Pause. My, the reason why I say that, Macho Man ain't beat Hogan. <laughs> Macho Man didn't beat Hogan. So that's, that's, that's basically uh, what it Daniel Bryan is more like the Ultimate Warrior. No, no, no. I mean, as far as, like, just being, like, the undersized guy that's, like, the clearly the, like, might be. Yeah, that man never role. beat Hogan. Yep. Once. I mean, probably, like, you know. Quick. Like not what it mattered. Anymore. Number of guys that have pinned Hulk Hogan. Number of guys that have pinned, pinned him? Yeah. Goldberg. We got Rock, Steve. Goldberg. Rock. Yeah. Uh, Sting ain't pinned pin Hogan. What he tapped, right? Okay. All right. Even um, rarer, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's I want to say Lesnar might have pinned him. Uh, like, beat the hell out of him one I time. Undertaker. And man, Russell, and man, Russell Long has not been alive, so I, I can't. Yeah, Undertaker, it. like you know, that might be it. There's more than that. There's no way in hell that's only like he's only been pinned by ten people. Come on now, he's been wrestling for over thirty years. Like WrestleMania thirty, pretty much is thirty year anniversary of Hulkamania. That's what is. That's the reason why he's back. Thirty years of thirty years of brother, thirty years of leg drops, thirty years of vitamins and prayers. 30 years of male pattern baldness. Like, 30 years of terrible tanning. Come on, now. 30 years of hoking up. 30 years of Did no Did Luger selling. ever beat him? Yeah, the Luger, Luger made him submit once. He made him tap in the rack. Yep. Um, hey, I think Billy Kidman beat Hulk Hogan before. Uh, <laughs> Jerry never beat him? No. Um... Speaking of Jeff Jarrett, oh, um, when we were talking, I was going through this big WCW thing. I was, I was like tagging you in all these laydowns that they used to do. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's that. What, what is it like? Can we get a laydown like that to happen? For what? Just, just, just for my amusement. Get who to lay down? I, I don't know. Have Ziggler come out there and lay down. Be like, this is what y'all want. This is what y'all want me to do? Come on here, so y'all. Well, fuck it then. So basically, like, you want, uh, oh, that wasn't laid down, but it pretty much you quit immediately. So you basically want, like, Kidman to, like, the Kidman, I, 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 I respect you, Booker Man. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Sullivan. You know. Or Pillman. That's, I don't know, man. I need to watch some Brian Pillman. That's a good idea. That's, that sounds like a way to be depressed. Yeah, but man, uh, anything else you got? I was gonna wrap up the show. Um, I feel like this show should have wrapped like a half hour ago, but okay. <laughs> we had we had it front loaded for y'all, but if y'all stuck with us thus far, you know y'all. We apologize. <laughs> if you stuck around this long, we apologize. <laughs> but that's gonna be One Nation Radio. Um, Get back with us next week. Definitely check out the articles. We They're a lot more show, organized. We promise the show will be a lot better. We promise that. Yeah. Like, we, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say we put the 42 cent um, stamp on it, but 
We feeling like we were feeling like stinging end up in uh, TNA. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, Angle. Anybody else that was a star back in the day that's just that's there now. Just all right. no RVD. That's a perfect one. I feel like RVD and TNA right now. Yeah. Oh, he was on Jericho's podcast talking about weed. No, He's probably like the most intellectual, like. Like when it comes to weed, like he's probably the most in, like had the most intellectual argument I've ever heard in my life. Like he knows way too much like about it. That's about what I would think. About weed, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, but uh, make sure you guys uh tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, the Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. Also tell a friend and like yeah, uh, download every podcast but this one. <laughs> 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 Uh, shout out to the listeners, uh, and we gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and pop the WWE Network on until I fall asleep, like every night. Uh, this is One Nation Radio. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of One Nation Radio. Send your emails and tweets about the show now to at One Nation Radio and Radio One Nation at gmail.com to get them read on air. Be on the lookout for the next show coming soon. In the meantime, check out the articles on whatculture.com and pwmania.com or you can click the links on Twitter. That's all for this week. We'll see you next time.